Hey, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, do not forget to subscribe and share. This podcast is for those individuals looking to advance in life, gain the ability to push yourself to that next level, or just a few tips for leadership success. Thank you once again for tuning in to Elevate. I'm your host, Eddie Robinson. Today, I want to speak on the subject, momentum. I believe that leaders are obligated to provide and maintain momentum. Uh, this is something that is very real. Momentum is not a fictitious or mysterious thing. It is a very real feeling and it is a feeling among a group of people that their lives and work are intertwined and moving towards a recognizable and legitimate goal. That's the key. Uh, in order for momentum to even take place, there must be clear vision because the leader is obligated to provide and maintain momentum in order to even have momentum we must first provide it so i want to speak on providing it first because it begins with competent leadership you must be a leader that provides an atmosphere for momentum to even take place and that takes dedication uh, because momentum is something honestly is hard to come by but when you get it and when you receive it, when you feel like you're in that wave of momentum, it's important for us as leaders to maintain it. But it starts with a clear vision. You must have a clear vision. People must know what they are working for and working towards in order to achieve that vision. Because if there's not clarity, then there is confusion. If there's not clarity, there is confusion and momentum will never happen in a chaotic atmosphere. It will only happen in a clear, vivid atmosphere. So momentum, uh, there's a lot of things that it depends on. Uh, and uh, be, before I, I, I go into a lot of different things, uh, as far as development uh, of people, you know, people that got gifts, unique talents, developing those th things, that, that's all a part of it. Uh, but if you think about it from a sports standpoint, when we look at any type of sport, I don't care if it's basketball, football, it, it can even be baseball, uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. You see momentum taking place and you can actually feel the shift. When momentum happens, the crowd can feel it. You can feel it from your home, even watching it from television. You can see it visually when momentum is taking place. When a team is on a roll and it seems like they cannot be stopped. You see it in basketball all the times where teams will go on 7, 10, 15, even 20 point runs. Uh, you see it in baseball where it seems like uh, everything you know, is a base hit. Everything is going out the park. Everything is just going their way and they're scoring multiple runs. Uh, you see it all around. And that's oftentimes when you see coaches make a decision to call a timeout. Why? Because they want to stop momentum. And because when a team is on a roll and you can sense that feeling where everything is just connecting and hitting on all cylinders uh, at one particular time, it is hard to stop that momentum. Many people use the snowball effect. You know, it may start out real small uphill, but as it rolls down here, hill, it only gets larger and larger. And that's the same when it comes to the momentum in the workplace. You know, it may be small at first, but if people can see the end game, if they can grab a hold of the vision, you can paint the picture for them to be able to see this is what we can obtain if we work together. Then that snowball will only get larger and people's skills will be uh, developed at a level 
that they didn't even think were even possible. I've seen uh, different people work at a level uh, to where they didn't think they were even able to work at that most efficient level. So I want to talk about efficiency real quick because leaders are responsible for effectiveness. We are responsible for that effectiveness. Many people talk about efficiency. I believe that leaders can delegate efficiency. But we must personally deal with effectiveness. I think efficiency can be delegated. But in order for it to be effective, that efficiency to be effective, that is something that the leader must personally deal with because we are the ones that weigh, that judge, or that even declare how effective something is. You know, uh, you, you can look at, if I was to think about this from a parent's perspective, right? When I'm uh, asking my children just to simply clean their room, uh, my level of detail that I look for under the bed, in the closet, behind dressers, that's going to determine the level of effectiveness that they put in, the level of efficiency that they put in as far as making sure that everything is clean the right way. Because if they can get away with things under the bed, behind the dresser, uh, you know, just little things like that, that if we don't take the time to look at, oh, trust me, those things are going to be filled with junk. Uh, I wish I had a parent out there that knew what I was talking about right now, because it, this is a real thing. They say, oh, I'm done. I'm done, dad. The room's clean. It, it, it's all good. Uh, but when you dig in a little deeper, you know, move things uh, out from the wall, uh, start lifting up carpets or getting underneath that bed. I mean, it's still trash. You would think they just took everything and just threw it threw it uh, behind a dresser somewhere. So that is the type of leadership effectiveness that I'm talking about. We determine that. And so we can delegate efficiency, but effectiveness is really upon us. Those things help with momentum, though. It helps with momentum because when you're gaining momentum, you want it to be a high effective momentum. You want it to be operating on all cylinders in every category uh, that you can. But uh, we must do our part to make sure that we have a clear vision so that people can understand what uh, effectiveness looks like and what good momentum looks like as well. Now, once you hit that momentum, once you have that momentum going, once you gain that momentum, right? Uh, it's important to maintain it. I'm going to go back to sports real quick. Whenever a team is on a roll, even when the coach, the other opponent calls a timeout, what you feel and what you hear on that bench is, come on, let's keep it going. Come on, let's keep this momentum going. Come on, don't lose focus. Let's get right back out there. Let's go on another 10-0 run. They talk about maintaining the momentum. That is important, my friend, that when you have the momentum, you make sure you are speaking about the momentum. You make sure you celebrate the momentum. Make sure you're giving high fives and making sure that you are championing the momentum. Letting people know that this is the right direction. You're doing the right thing. If we continue to have this going and what you will find is, is that other people will start championing other people. Other people will start telling other people how great a job they're doing. It just won't come from leadership. I'm telling you right now, if you want to improve your effectiveness, improve the way that you champion people so that you develop a culture of people championing others to where your team is highlighting the fact when other team members are doing a great job and it's not just coming from you. It's not just coming from the leaders in the organization that will create a momentum within your organization faster than what you think. 
when people are excited to be a part of the vision, when people are excited, no matter how big or how small their job is, they know that everything that they do is vital to the momentum in order for success to happen. You think about this. I mean, you think about some of the great teams. It doesn't matter if if a person averages 20 or 30 points a game, but the person that's getting the rebounds, the person that is playing great defense or in football, the person that's providing the block in order for the running back uh, to gain that 200 or 300 yards or for that quarterback to be able to have the time in the pocket to throw the right pass to the right receiver. All of those things matter. Every one of them matter in order for the team to have great success and they celebrate one another. They used to say Barry Sanders, one of the greatest running backs. I I think he's definitely top three uh, of of all time. Jim Brown is is probably my number one guy. After him, phew, it, it probably is Barry Sanders in in my eyes. And and so they used to say Barry Sanders, whenever he run won a rushing title, uh, he would buy all of his offensive linemen uh, gifts. Or he would gift them certain things. Or uh, I used to hear, and there's a, I'm sure there's other running backs that used to do that, but I used to hear about those things. Why? Because he understood that if it wasn't for their assistance and help. Now, a lot of people said Barry didn't have a great offensive line, um, but needless to say, he would appreciate them for what they did. Why? Because it takes that team effort. You develop a culture. And when you develop a culture like that, they want to block for Barry Sanders. They want to improve. They want to do better for him. And when you develop a culture like that, it sets the stage for that momentum to happen. Now they want to work hard. People want to come in and give their best efforts. Why? Because they feel appreciated. And without the people, there's no need for leaders. And so it's important to start with vision end with thank you. I'm going to say that one more time. Start with vision and end with thank you. You will not only provide momentum, but you will maintain momentum.